The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I think today is probably overall the best practice I've been a part of in Nebraska. Jake Bakoven. I think we had our best week of practice ever again. So if our goal is to get better day by day, it's been a good week. Tom and Bach starts now. Cowboys are back. Uh, big victory last night over New Orleans, uh, 27-17 in New Orleans. The Taysom Hill experiment didn't work out very well, at least last night. Uh, just signs the billion-dollar contract or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, he got like $85 million. A lot of incentives involved in that. If he, it's like if he starts if, enough if, games. If he, if he starts enough games, if he plays a lot of games at quarterback, he may not be playing quarterback much longer. Uh, they got beat 27-17 last night. He threw four picks. Uh, but the Cowboys did it without Mike McCarthy and five assistants who all tested positive for COVID. So they didn't make the trip to New Orleans. Uh, Dan Quinn took over as head coach and did a pretty good job. Uh, but it wasn't really Dak. It wasn't the offense. Uh, that defense for Dallas played really well, but they've got to feel better about themselves. First of all, they're in the East, so that really helps. Uh, yeah. The NFC East. Uh, but they're also, what, 8-3 and three now. I think they're eight and four, but uh, are they eight and four? I believe so. But oh, okay, yeah, they, seven and four would make it with a win. Eight and four, you're right. Yeah, but the, either way, they're having a good season. Um, and and you know, I, I think you'd have to say, you know, there's a lot of good teams in the <laughs> NFC, and if they're in the AFC, maybe we're the best teams in the AFC. Yeah. But since they're in the NFC, still one of the better teams in the yeah. NFC, and um, and uh, and certainly are, are going to be competitive and, and looking to get a playoff spot. So good for them. Yeah, I I don't see anybody uh, in that division. I, I thought it was the Cowboys for a while, and maybe they get it turned around. Zeke, Zeke looks slow. I mean, he's he's banged up. I think he's got a knee. Um, and it, Dak, some at first I thought Dak, you know, this guy's the best quarterback in football, and his stats would support that to start the season. Then he took a step backward. Uh, we'll see. Uh, they're good. They're a good football team. He didn't play particularly well last night. The Phoenix Suns did, though. Uh, they have now won 18 in a row. The Phoenix Suns. Uh, they win 114-103 to 103 over Detroit last night. It's the longest winning streak in franchise history. They started 1-3 and three and then won 18 in a row. That's what's impressive about that. Um, do they feel like they were a contender last year, almost won the championship? Yeah. Do you think they could do it this year? Oh, yeah. I mean, they certainly could be a contender. And, and, and I, I just I don't know if they... <laughs> I don't know if there's something about Chris Paul where he just can't quite win a title. Um, but I don't, I don't know if I would favor them once it gets to playoffs time. But I think mm. that they're going to be one of those teams um, that regular season almost blows the doors off you, right? I mean, right. might be the best regular season record in, in the league. Yeah, I, I, I could see them coming out of the West. Uh, right now it's not L.A. Uh, but Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Mikhail Bridges uh, – 
Crowder's it's really a, just the same team as last year. Yeah, Crowder's really good. I mean, they, yeah. they're a they're a yeah. They didn't make many changes in the offseason. I don't know. I still like Golden State uh, coming out of the West. Yeah, and, and when and, Clay gets back, and then they get Clay back, and yeah. they're going to be really difficult. And it's just going to be tough. That West is still. I mean, you got the Jazz, the Mavericks, the um, the Lakers, of course, the Clippers if they come along. So the Nuggets. Uh, a lot of these teams yeah. haven't started off great, but um, that's a it's just a bear of a conference yeah. to get through. In the East, not so much. It's just the Nets and a bunch of everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the Nets are really good, and and the Bucks. Uh, I guess they would. Maybe Kyrie will decide he wants to play basketball at some point too. Yeah, and so they'll get That'll that help. That would really help as well. Uh, by the way, the Suns already beat Golden State, um, and they they made Curry look bad a couple of nights ago. Um, but you know that's Steph, and you're right. They get Clay back. I think they're the best team in the NBA. But it won't be a waltz to the Western Crown. No, I don't think. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the Lakers do. Uh, going forward. Um, I do want to talk about the hire of Mickey Joseph. Uh, it's a big deal in my mind. Now, I'm going to be very disappointed if this is the biggest hire Nebraska makes, if, if they don't go out and get an offensive coordinator um, that you've heard of. Um, and maybe Mark Helfrich would do it for me. You know, somebody else. I'm not saying Nebraska's hiring Mark Helfrich. But um, I'm hoping this isn't the biggest name. Uh, it's a big name to Nebraska fans because he played here from 1988 to 1991. Uh, he also went to LSU. You know, he's a Louisiana kid. Parade All-American, by the way, when he came out of high school to Nebraska, chose Nebraska over Oklahoma. That was a big get. Uh, it's a big get now. It's probably a bigger get now <laughs> than it was then, although we thought um, at the time, I thought it was going to be a Tommy Frazier type thing. I really thought... And before Tommy Frazier, obviously Tommy Frazier came after Mickey Joseph, but I thought we're going to finally beat Oklahoma. This this is the breakthrough. This is we're going to dominate Oklahoma uh, with Mickey Joseph. It never worked out like that. Um, it took Tommy Frazier to kind of dominate Oklahoma and Oklahoma to go south as a program yeah. a little bit as well. Um, but this guy's known as one of the better recruiters. Maybe in the SEC. I mean, he's a, he's a top-notch recruiter, a guy that uh, got Jamar Chase uh, and Justin Jefferson uh, and a whole lot of other dudes to LSU. He's a guy that, for Nebraska, can get on the phone immediately. And if you're wavering uh, about even coming back to Nebraska, maybe he's a, a guy that could help in that department, especially if you're a wide receiver, which he's now going to coach. Yeah, I, I think it's a good hire. I think it's interesting. Um, I'm not sure if I love all the titles that they gave him, the associate yeah. head coach. Of course, he was coming over from being the associate head coach at LSU, so maybe it's one of those things where you don't want to take a step down. And I think everybody's pretty interested in the pay that these guys are getting because there's been rumors about a million-dollar coordinator. If you have to pay him, you know, he was making half a million over at LSU. If you pay him, do you, do you raise him? Is it 600 You know, uh, it, in, in the more money you pay some of these other assistants, how much does that affect the coordinator? Um pool of money so it's just kind of fascinating to see all this play out but it's a good first step and something I think you know that doesn't matter as much and obviously they didn't make the hire because of this but the PR kind of helps too right yeah. I mean the former Husker thing uh, Husker fans can always kind of feel good about that sort of thing you feel better if it's if it's one of your own trying to make the, the program better whether you believe they'll stay yeah. up and work harder yeah. at night because of it or whatever um, but I think that that helps too um, but it, it's it's good I mean that's a, that's that was one of the best wide receiver units of all time that he yeah. helped orchestrate yeah. down there at, at, in, in Baton Rouge and uh, you know he's got connections down 
there, and, and you know, Southern recruiting can always help Nebraska. Um, so I, I think it's I think it's a solid hire. It's a good start, um, and it's interesting because Brian Kelly was kind of kind of I think they he did retain. I have to double check. I think he retained a few guys off yeah. that staff, but uh, ultimately um, between the two of them, we don't know how the conversation went. But uh, not not sticking with LSU and coming back to his other home at Nebraska. I love the I love the hire. I, I hope it's not the biggest hire. Um, but I, I like the fact that you're getting a guy with, who's charismatic, who's a great recruiter. Nebraska, obviously taking a small class this year. Maybe it's only 12 guys. Uh, the recruiting they'll have to do probably is convincing guys that are currently on the roster to stay on the roster for name, image, and likeness purposes. And I'm sure name, image, and likeness money could help that. Um, but this is a guy um, who did well at LSU. Um, you're, you're right. Passing game coordinator. It seems like a lot of tile titles, wide receiver, coach, um, associate head coach, uh, maybe recruiting coordinator was too much to tag as well onto that. Uh, but I like the first, first hire that you make, uh, is a recruiter because you're going to have to do a sales job on this entire team mentally, if nothing else to convince them that you are close, that you're, you're very close to breaking down that door and uh, going on to a bowl game or maybe even winning the West. I I think you need lots of salesmen, lots of Mickey Josephs um, who not only want to sell it, but believe it, uh, that maybe do bleed Nebraska red. It didn't work out with, you know, Greg Austin and Ryan Held, who are Nebraska guys. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not one of those that says, yeah, I have to have a Nebraska guy that, because they'll try harder. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally believe that Ryan Held and Greg Austin Worked their butts off. It just didn't work out, and I don't blame them. Um, I like the hire. If this, if Mickey Joseph, you take away all the Nebraska stuff, if he had been, you know, a parade all American and went to LSU, I'm still excited about this or Alabama anywhere. Um, I think it's a good hire. I'm just the the only thing, and it, it, it's just the titles. It does bother me. A Why does bit. it bother you that it, much? It, because it seems I, a little silly. Because there's, I think that you have. I think this whole experiment's kind of weird, right? I mean, you you have yeah. Frost moving away from his offense to yeah. the CEO type of role, but how how much is he really going to be able to do that on game days when yeah. he wants a play called? Then you have a, you know an associate head coach on the offensive yeah. side of the ball. I would think Shenander would be your associate head yeah. coach. He's a rising name in the ranks. He's the reason you still have your yeah. job. I would think that he would make sense in that role. And he's the passing game coordinator. So you're going to have a passing game coordinator, a running yeah. game coordinator, a new offensive coordinator, and Scott Frost, the head coach, as an offensive guy. I just I, – I, I hope, you know, that, you know, staffs can – especially these guys that, that don't all, you know, know each other. They're going to be working with each other in a new new way. There's going to be arguments. There always are on yeah. staff. You just hope that it doesn't boil over and everybody's not wondering where they stand as far as the offense and, and turning this thing around. It seems like a bit yeah. of too many chefs in the kitchen already yeah. without half the chefs in the kitchen because they haven't been hired. But I think that you're going to have a run game coordinator, yeah. maybe in your running back or offensive line coach. So you have a run yeah. game coordinator, a pass game coordinator, associate head coach, an offensive yeah. coordinator, and a head coach with an offensive background, yeah. all trying to put this yeah. offense together with a rental quarterback i mean does it i mean if you take a step away from it doesn't that sound a whole a lot of hope kind of going into that a lot of let's throw as much ingredients in here as we can and see if it works or would it be better to kind of put in a mainstay ingredient and then just a few around it 
as you know, I just I don't know. I and maybe yeah. you needed some of those things to get him over here. The more titles yeah. usually means more money, and you know he's had those titles. You know, at least the assistant yeah. head coach title at uh, associate head coach. I should say at at LSU. So it's it's it, that's a nice thing to have yeah. by your your name. I just I hope that these guys can come to a consensus on who's in charge, who's making the play calls, and then you know because it's going to yeah. get. This team isn't going to go twelve and zero. Yeah. You're going to have you're going to have ups and downs. Are they going to be able to? Are they going to yeah. second guess the decisions they made or the titles that yeah. they have next to each other? It just seems like a, a a strange start to me to start giving everybody different titles. Yeah, I don't. Uh, titles don't really matter to me. It obviously does to you, and you usually have a reason for not liking uh, some of the stuff. If you introduce yourself to Mickey Joseph and you say. Oh, hi. And you don't know who he is. Hi, Mickey. Who are you? Uh, what do you do for a living? He's probably not going to say wide receiver coach. I'm passing game coordinator. I'm associate head coach. And I'm a really nice guy. Damn glad to meet you, Russ Chairman. Uh, that type of thing. He's probably going to condense it down to him hey, the wide receiver coach at Nebraska. Um, and a lot of people, you know, just shorten things when you introduce. They don't give you their whole title. Uh, and or some people do. They, they, they. I'm not worrying about introducing himself to people. I'm worried about the struggle in the locker room as far as the coaching staff people, goes, making decisions for this Frankenstein sort of offense they're putting together with a rental quarterback. Doesn't doesn't this all sound a little too much? Maybe it isn't a rental quarterback. Maybe it's Logan Smothers. It um, could be. It maybe it is Logan Smothers. I think they're going to bring in a quarterback and. Um, whoever the offensive coordinator is, maybe he'll bring a guy. Uh, but in no way would I say to that guy, you're the guy. Uh, no doubt. All right. Ad- Adrian wanted that. Apparently, that's one of the things that maybe Adrian wanted uh, is to be told by Scott Frost. We had the meeting last hour. Weren't you here for that? I think you were here. You were the role of Scott Frost. I was Adrian Martinez. And, uh, I, you know, if if he said... I want to be the guy. Am I the guy? Are you going to go get somebody from the portal? And they said, you know what? We're going to make it a competition. We're going to go get somebody from the portal. And that's probably was the breaking point that he felt like he had shown enough. Um, They're going to go get somebody from the portal, but that doesn't mean that I don't like still Logan Smothers or Heinrich Harburg or Richard Torres or anybody else. It's going to be a competition. That's why it should be at everywhere. I mean, that's the reason guys choose Alabama or Ohio state or anywhere good. Um, they promised Spencer Radler that he was going to be the quarterback at Oklahoma. And they meant it. First sign of trouble against Texas early in the year, it was not Spencer Radler anymore. It was Caleb Williams. I mean, you have to be naive at any good school uh, to think that you're not going to have competition for your job. Your job is always on the line. What's your record? We're 0-3. Well, you lost the job. We're going on to somebody else. Or at least there's going to be a competition. I again, the 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 title thing just doesn't bother me. I, I don't think it's going to be like I have to cover this this day because it's in my title of the of the things that I do, and that's going to cause friction. I think people will find their roles uh, within the staff, whoever they are, whatever their title is now. Everybody's going to have a role, either player or coach, and I think it's going to work itself out. I I, I guess I just didn't think the way that you did uh, that there's too many chefs in the kitchen. Well, I I just you know maybe maybe I am maybe and some people at text line say I'm, I'm paying too much attention yeah. to titles and it could be um, but I I you know those those titles might not mean a whole lot to you but they do mean a whole lot in the coaching ranks and they do mean a lot in that locker room I mean when you are when you are given a passing game coordinator there is more expected yeah. 
for you to do something with the passing game. Yeah. It's not just, hey, here's a title and we can give yeah. you a raise. Yeah. It, you know, there's more expected out of you to do that. And that means something when you're talking to your peers and you have ideas about the passing game. I mean, yeah. you'll listen in, but there are certain ranks that have to play out. And I, you know, it's just. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm the crazy one, but this team went three and nine last year. You have one year to fix this, yeah. um, so you know I can't. I feel like I should be. I, I don't feel like I that the off season is so quick here that we can mm. be everything is uh, is roses and and yeah. everybody bleeds Husker red and all that. And it's going to be great and the turnaround's going to happen. I know that's what we want to believe, but I I'm going to go ahead and probably look at all this stuff with a little bit of doubt in mind. Um, that it's going to turn around because I think that they're uh, facing uphill battle. So every little intricate de- detail that they have, and you can call it an intricate yeah. detail, you know, if this happens in February, it's kind of big news, right? I mean, this this stuff, as it plays out, this is big news to get a, a, a new wide receiver coach, one of your yeah. big assistants to change this thing um, from what's a gamble to bring S- Coach Scott Frost back. Uh, and it needs to work right away. And, and you know, it's just it's there. I think there's going to be several hires made, and and we're going to break them down. I think that you know um, it, it's at least our job to have an opinion on other than yeah, I think this is going to work great. Um, and I I think that that's just at least one thing that I would would say early on about um, the first hire is it seems like that um, that that's a lot, especially if you don't know who your offensive coordinator is as well. Yeah. Um, I think that they probably do. I think that he might be coaching this weekend or something. Yeah. Um, um, who is it? I don't know who it is, <laughs> but I, I think that, you know, if you don't have that and you're going out and you're, and you're telling somebody that yeah. you have Mickey Joseph in there, like, that's great. But, you know, you almost want to have a conversation with the guy first to say, hey, I'm the offensive coordinator, so yeah. we're going to work together on this passing and game And maybe part those things have happened already. Yeah, I they, mean, and, and they likely p- or probably have. Yeah, I mean, sometimes recruits, for example, know, uh, or, you know, players have talked to certain coaches and things get leaked sometimes. Here's what I think is going to happen. You want to hear what I think is going to happen? Uh, Mickey Joseph will be hired as a wide receiver coach uh, and all those other titles that you mentioned because he's already been hired. I think Donovan Riola, I think uh, when there's smoke, there's fire. I think he's your offensive line coach. I think Bill Bush has a very good chance of being your next special teams coordinator. That leaves offensive coordinator. Um, and that's the one we don't know. And that's the key to these – you know, you're talking about the ingredients uh, in the pot, and then maybe there's too many chefs in the kitchen. But that's the key to all the ingredients. Uh, is that guy a type A personality where it's, it really doesn't matter what your title is, he's the dude? Or is he a, a fall-in-line guy and just does the coordinating? Because Lubick felt a little bit like that. He wasn't – he's, I think, a, a really brilliant offensive mind, but he didn't feel like a type A Take over, take charge yeah. type of guy. Well, um, he didn't get a play call, so there's only no, so much he it can wasn't. Do to begin yeah. with. And I think also among the coaching staff, here's one that I didn't tell you. I think Scott Frost is your quarterback's coach. I think that's I think that's something that he wants to do, and he feels comfortable doing. But, um, but that would take away a little bit from the uh, the CEO role, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, the whole idea. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's uh, you know you're talking to four guys. You know, in the room. And really, probably Logan Smothers and a guy from the portal. That's who you're spending most of your time with. Uh, and then you're trying to develop a guy like Heinrich Harburg. And you see what Richard Torres has. Uh, but you have help with that. The offensive coordinator certainly can lend a hand in that department. I think quarterback's coach is something that he could do and still be a CEO. I, I think it could happen.
Uh, that was a fun conversation, and nobody got hurt, uh, so that's good. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. We'll do that next. Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach.